We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. If you want to peek behind the scenes of entertainment, you've come to the right place. This is the Mulberry Lane Show, and right now we're talking with comedian Gina Brione. And she's got a brand new special airing this weekend on Nuvo TV called Gina Brione Pacifically Speaking. And right now we're chatting with Gina about the upcoming special and about her life as a comedian. As you've been on the road touring with other comedians, are there characteristics of successful comedians that you have noticed that are common? Um, yes, there are. For a lot of people, it's having that work ethic is a big thing. You have to be willing to put in the work. Um, comedy is probably one of the most trying careers anybody can have in entertainment because uh-huh. if you're not traveling, you're not making much money. And when you're traveling, it's hard to balance your work life, home life, and any kind of me time that you might even think of having. Okay. Because what ends up happening for a lot of comedians is you wear every hat. Mm-hmm. You wear the hat of the performer, the editor, the business person, and because of that, there's very little leisure time. Okay. So you're taking on a lot on your shoulders. It can be a bit much. So one of the things that I've noticed in all the successful people is having this work ethic where you just don't concentrate on how much you're working, but more so what you're working towards. Okay. So you keep the uh, prize insights. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh-huh. You kind of have this tunnel vision of this is where I want to get to. Uh-huh. And so you get excited to get there, and that's what kind of motivates you uh-huh. and um, keeps you going. Okay. Now, you're also a writer and a singer, so a music album in your future. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I sing in church. Okay. Uh, I keep my singing for the church. I do love it. I mean, I'm a karaoke junkie. Um, <laughs> I appreciate a good singer and a good songwriter. And I love live music. Will I ever cut an album? I'm never say never person. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but is it something that is like a goal of mine right now? Not currently. Okay. It's something that I do and I love doing and I especially love doing in church. And, and it's you know, probably a nice things. diversion from your other career too. Yeah, it is. It's mm-hmm. very much, I mean, you know, you sing. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a release of a different kind. Yep. And so it's something that I take, it's very personal to me. So I get a lot of joy from it. It is, what I consider my vice in terms of <laughs> I don't drink, I don't smoke, but I karaoke like I'm addicted. <laughs> well, that's not a bad vice to have, actually. Yeah. <laughs> now, what would your advice be to the person who's thinking of a career in stand-up? Is there a path that you would recommend? The thing is, with something like stand-up, there's no definite path. I can't give you the golden ticket that'll get you everywhere you need to go. Everybody has a different journey, and that's kind of the beauty of being a stand-up comedian. But... I will say this, every time I meet a new comedian, I always start off telling them, you have to love this. Uh If you do not love stand-up comedy, if you are not a comedy nerd, if you do not love this more than being by yourself, you love getting on stage in front of people and desperately seeking their approval, um, (laughs) then you will not make it. You will not make it emotionally, you will not make it professionally, because there are a lot of hard times before anything gets any good. You know, there's going to be a lot more um, times where you're struggling and times where you're questioning whether this was a good choice. Uh And there will be times where you're rolling in money and paying all your bills on time. So if you don't love it, you won't be as dedicated as you need to be. And I mean, getting up on stage as much as possible. When I started, 
at 17. I had two waitressing jobs, a full-time college schedule, and I got up two or three times a night. I was doing 14 shows a week. Wow. I was so obsessed with stand-up comedy that I didn't sleep or eat sometimes. I was just, I would go from, you know, school to work to the club, school to work to the club, and I did my homework and slept on various trains and in back of comedy clubs because that's the level of dedication that I showed. That's incredible, Gina. So that's probably something I would try to instill in newer comics. You're getting some stand-up advice from comedian Gina Brion. Her very first one-hour comedy special will be airing this weekend on Nouveau TV. Do you think female comedians have it harder than the guys, opportunity-wise? Um, I think it's, it's harder for females only because of the stigma that women aren't funny. Okay. That is something that I've dealt with. And it's not, I mean, some people like hear it and they roll their eyes and they get all upset at the question, like, is it harder for a female? You know, is it maybe only if you accept that as one of your trials? Me personally, Uh I've always put myself in the category of comedian, not female comedian, but comedian. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to do that and not segregate yourself and understand that, you know, you can talk about a wide variety of topics. You don't have to stick to just topics that only women can relate to, then you open yourself up to a larger audience and you kind of stay away from that stigma of women not being funny. Okay. I like that. Now, what can people expect from Pacifically Speaking debuting this weekend? They can expect a lot of stories from my life on different topics like relationships, um, culture, uh, family. And um, I enjoy doing topics like that. I also talk about confidence and different things. I like those topics because I feel like they're relatable to everyone. Mm -hmm. And you can leave with more than just, oh, that girl was funny. But you'd be thinking that Gina was funny, my friend Gina. Because it's very conversational. I like to keep my comedy very conversational so that it's like I'm talking to a room full of people, not talking at them. It's very personal then. And then one last question, Gina. How has social media changed the game for you? Oh, social media, it makes it so much easier to reach fans across the board. I mean, I may have never been to Australia, but that doesn't mean I don't have fans in Australia. You know, I've been to London. I've performed in London and, you know, people still to this day or my Twitter followers on on my fan page are from shows I did uh, a few years ago in London and they're able to keep up with my career. And that has just helped me to push myself further along and further up the ladder in terms of gaining that fan base that will support you that, you know, we'll come out to shows, we'll buy your DVDs and, you know, support everything you do. So it's essential, too. So any performer out there who ignores the social media aspect is doing themselves a disservice. Yeah. And then what's next for you? What's next for me? Who knows? I mean, I'm hoping, like every comic, that, you know, there's a sitcom somewhere out there called Everybody Loves Gina <laughs> that we can <laughs> we can start up tomorrow and that there's a couple of movies in the works. I mean... I don't think I'll ever stop doing stand-up, but I would love to venture out into other things, too. I've already done my first movie, which I did with Gabriel, which was uh-huh. a lucky movie, and I fell in love on the set with just the idea of doing another one and, and being there. And so there's a lot of things in store. Okay. Well, I'm sure you have things well in hand, and we'll probably see you on the sitcom and the big screen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gina. All right. Thanks a lot. Comedian Gina Brion here with us today on the Mulberry Lane Show. Coming up next, we have Billy Huffsey and the wrap-up. Keep hanging with us, your radio sisters.